BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morency. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The Thursday Night Throwdown has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159. You know the digits. You know the drill. Let's uh, do this thing. The NBA Draft sees Victor Wembenyama. Goes first uh, overall. No surprise. Um, a crazy day today as far as the second overall pick and the line movement going back and forth. And sometimes, you know what? You have to... Um, you have to read between the lines. Sometimes you have to uh, see see the tower through the fog and all that other stuff. <laughs> in which, in which there were tweets today earlier in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, the Charlotte Hornets are pretty much locked in on Scoot Henderson. And when I saw that, I said and I tweeted it out and I said, you know what? This means they're taking. This is over. <laughs> it's it's Miller time. All right, it's Miller time. And uh, we got in on it. We cashed it. The NBA draft's been a wild uh, 24 hours in the NBA. There's been a million trades even during the draft, and I hate I hate that. I really do. I hate it. Because it's one of those deals when you see a player get drafted by a team, you're like, oh, man, he's a pretty good fit. Oh, hey. And then, like, a minute later, he gets dealt. And or, you know, you walked away and you didn't see it. You're like, man, I thought he gets what? Like, I you know, thought he was on that team, man. But yeah, there's been a lot of trades and weird stuff. Um, nothing, you know, no bombshells uh, tonight as far as the draft. I'll tell you what, though, the Toronto Raptors were the talk of, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about the Raptors leading into the draft. They were going to trade up. What's going on with Siakam? Siakam was reportedly shopped around. Siakam's a free agent after the year. I don't think the Raptors want to pay him like $40, $50 million a year, and he's going to be getting like real, real money, not just like, you know, 25, you know, he already makes 35, 40 type thing. And he delivers. He's a numbers dude. So he's going to get paid. And he put it out there, basically, that, hey, yeah, sure. I don't have a no-trade clause, but you can trade me. But I'm just letting everybody know. He let everybody in the NBA know through, like, the the grape, the, the agent uh, pipeline and the GM pipeline that I'm not going to, like, re-sign with, with you. So... <laughs> he kind of like put the put the Raptors in a different spot, but rightfully so. He gets traded to some team. He gets put in a weird spot. You're taking away his free agency in a weird way, and you're putting him in like uh, purgatory for a year going into free agency, right? You know, maybe something happens like, uh, you know, after the fact, you know, like to, to be real. I don't know. I can never predict what the hell the Raptors are going to do, and I'm a big fan of theirs. But one thing I do know is the Raptors somehow stole the draft tonight in the Internet. The two most popular things on the internet tonight, Victor Wembenyama's sister and uh, Grady Dick. <laughs> right? Grady Dick. And I got to be honest with you. I'm trying to come up with headlines and I'm thinking, all right, what's the really, what's the best headline here? Like with, with like, because we all remember the best sports headline of all time. Nut goes with Dick at QB. Right? Houston Nut. It was Ar- Arkansas. 
Uh, it was true. It was an ESPN headline. That's the only time you can get away with it. Houston Nutt was the coach. Casey Dick was the quarterback. Nutt goes with Dick at QB. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The preps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. NBA draft, style, and more. We got a full house on the program. Trent Rush steps up and in. Um, the play-by-play voice of the UC Irvine and Eater college basketball team. But, of course, he's also the pre-game and post-game show host on the Angels Radio Network. We always love breaking it down with Trent Rush. Trent Rush kicks it with us this evening. Robert Ferrigno joins us from Doc Sports this evening. Big Card Julio, JN Reports, our Mile High City Sports Report. No longer the... Um, the Windy City Sports Report. Julio has thrown Chicago under the bus for the Mile High City, the city of champions. Angelo Zara kicks it with us this evening as well. We talk MLS. We do our soccer pick thing as we continue to crush the MLS. Uh, Victor Wembanyama. Um, listen, man, you figured what it would be impossible to like displace Victor Wembanyama. Uh, but it looks like Wemby, you know, Victor Wemby is not, not the most popular Wembenyama on Twitter tonight. And I knew basically right away, like it, within two seconds, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the Internet's about to blow up right now. <laughs> and I was ahead of the curve. And I know how people think. And I just do this because, you know, I'm here to inform people on my Twitter account. And I said, yeah, well, if you're wondering, yes, this is Victor Wembenyama's sister who absolutely killed it tonight at the draft. So Victor Wembenyama is the San Antonio Spur. You know, they're pretty lucky that he's buddies with Tony Parker. <laughs> like, like, I, I got to be real on this thing. Like, the San Antonio Spurs suck, all right? And I like the Spurs. I'm a big, you know, the, the Admiral and all this type of stuff. I get it. Won a lot of money with the team over the years. Uh, but what the hell were they doing with that little, like, what was, what was that about? Like, with the dude in the shorts and it's like, really? Dudes in shorts, cowboy boots. And like, like it could not have been like more awkward. Like, I don't know what the male word for Karen is, but that's what it was. It wasn't good. <laughs> it's like you're coming from Paris. Guys wearing like an eight thousand dollars suit and stuff. Hey, welcome to San Antonio. There's a guy in a cowboy hat, a Spurs jersey, jean shorts, cowboy boots. No one could understand a damn word he was saying. Victor Wembanyama could have spoken French and people would have understood more. You may be lucky and say, I gotta go. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
the late night anger management class, the Thursday night throwdown. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gabriel Morantz. We've got a full house on the program uh, tonight. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. NBA draft uh, night tonight. And the grades are coming in fast and furious uh, right now, which... You know, I say this every year around every draft and stuff. We have fun betting on the drafts. We didn't do great with this. I really didn't have a strong feeling about this draft coming in, right? It was so random. It, you know, it was, it was very top-heavy. And um, we did cash with, with Brandon Miller today. And we cashed the 1-2-3 at plus 180 earlier in the day. We tweeted it out as uh, after the uh, the Sharnia tweet saying it was going to be uh, Scoot Henderson. I said, oh, now it's going to be Miller for sure. And it's no disrespect to him, but I was just like, I don't believe this. And I said, this, this is just sort of a smoke screen. Thing is, you know, I'm not going to tell him how to do his job. He makes a lot of money. and He's very popular. Uh, he's bigger than I am. But... At the same point in time, if I could have read through that, like, right away, like, how the hell did he not know he was getting played with that, right? But then that, then you get into, well, he's going to say, and others that with the same type of job are going to say what the team wants them to say, so he continues to get the access from them, right? But sports books fall for it. It really is amazing. That's why. That's what. That's the one thing that you can do profitable. You know that, that that makes betting drafts profitable, is the fact that sports books are at the mercy of these media tweets and people buy into it. Oh man, you see, tweeted. Oh, it's going to be this, and then they literally like flipped it. It went from like you know plus three hundred, plus three sixty to minus you know four sixty. It was insane. And then suddenly, you know, suddenly there was value with Miller, and then that didn't last long, and then it flipped back. They realized they got played, and then it flipped back. So sports books, a few of them today, and I noticed, um, you know, a couple of them pulled it kind of down earlier than normal, and I think they got frustrated of getting beat on both sides of that. Like, long story short, you could have gotten Miller and and Scoot Henderson both at like plus 350 in the last 24 hours to be the second pick, which that's not good business for a sports book to allow people to just step up and in like this. And the fact that they're at the mercy of these tweets, except like I said, uh, you know, I'm surprised that the sports books fall for the tweets as well, but that's the whole, that's the whole thing about the draft. Now, all the grades are going to come in, love this pick, hate this pick. Well, whatever. If everybody was such a genius, Right, Nikolai Jokic wouldn't have been taken 41st overall during a Taco Bell commercial. So where you go in the draft is really kind of irrelevant as to how you're going to play in the NBA. Like, it really does mean nothing. Now, Fred Van Fleet's about to make a lot of money. He was undrafted. He's an NBA All-Star. He's an NBA champion. There are, I don't know, how many busts are there, right, that have been top five picks that are just bad players? That it's just, you know, yeah, that, that was a bad pick in hindsight. We don't know, right? You just, you don't know, you don't know. You have to, you have to let it play out. The, you know, they, they don't know. Teams don't know. We know that Wembenyama is going to be amazing. But we also know San Antonio don't really have anybody around him. Like, they really are a terrible team. Brandon Miller goes to uh, to Charlotte. He got booed tonight at the draft, for the record. I don't know. You know, is he, a, is he a terrible kid? You know, it was interesting. His father said, you're getting a good kid and all this type of stuff. He's clearly a confident kid, but he does have a lot of basketball tools. And, you know, this is another thing, too. Like, if you pay attention to, to players, coaches, not to so much like, you know, what Twitter says, all right? And what some this, oh, well, they have 150,000 followers, so it must, you know. No, no. Like, if you actually, like, if you've been around, you can read between this stuff. Yesterday, I saw Brandon Miller talking, and I read the report, and I, I followed up on it, and I dug into it. And basically about how Brandon Miller was talking smack to Jordan, Saying, you know, he could take them and stuff. And, you know, yeah, you were all right. And, you know what I mean? They were going back and forth. And, of course, of course, Brandon Miller said that Paul George was the greatest ever. And, you know, Jordan was busting his balls about it. And 
I was thinking there's no way Jordan's sitting around with a kid, joking around, talking smack with them and stuff, unless he knew, yeah, yeah, this kid's going to be the pick. No, we can get into whatever. Isn't Jordan selling the damn team? <laughs> right? But so I sort of knew. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's going to be they're locked in with him. And I like Scoot Henderson, but I actually, you know what? I, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I actually started to see, I was like, yeah, you know what? Him and LaMelo Ball really aren't the best fit together, right? Before, I was like, nah, whatever. If you're really good, you can put everyone on the court together and it'll work out. But then I started to think, you know what? Miller just is the better fit for what they're doing, and he brings more to the table. Now, Scoot Henderson, listen, people, you know, they're talking about uh, Henderson. As you know, as far as Miller is concerned, um, you know, if we're looking com for comparisons, you know, at Wembenyama basically is, he's been called Kevin Durant a lot, sort of Kevin Durant-ish. He only shoots like 28% from three Wembenyama. But he is 7'4", right? 7'3", seven, 7'4". Seven, and he is only a kid still, so he'll get better from three. But he is sort of a cross between Akeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, um, Kevin Durant, a little bit of Giannis. You know what I mean? Like, he is that sort of hybrid, just super freak. He can pass the ball, too. Like, Wembenyama can do everything. Like, he really does sort of, like, play like a guard, but he can swat the ball and block shots. I keep hearing people talk about, well, you know, we're going to see how he does when he gets big dudes and they bang into him and stuff. But how many guys really are there like that in the NBA? Like, seriously, like, how many sort of, like, big sort of body dudes are there that are going to pound him in the paint and push him aside and stuff? It's not really what the league is about. Man, there's been so much going on, we didn't even get to Jordan Poole yet. The pool party in San Francisco is over. And I got to tell you, like, I know a lot of people probably think, oh, Jordan Poole, and, I, you know, the Twitter and the, the, the Internet blows up, and, oh, he goes from Golden State, and I saw Richard Jefferson saying, well, this is what happens when you don't play along, um, and you don't play within the guide, you know, the rules of the team and all that about the pecking order that you end up in a place like Washington. I promise you Jordan Poole is happy as hell right now. Number one, he's already gotten paid. So, number two, he doesn't have to deal with Draymond Green, who punched him in the face, and they never suspended him for it. He doesn't have to worry about Curry giving him dirty looks, about Clay giving him dirty looks. He doesn't have to worry about Steve Kerr getting on him anymore. He doesn't have to worry about getting blamed for everything um, anymore. He'll get to go to Washington and put up a million shots, score a bunch of points, and make a lot of money. He's already won title. What, what more do you, you know what I mean? Life will be good for Jordan Poole. And... What is it about, like, the mainstream NBA media types that you guys have to love every deal? Oh, Chris Paul. He just puts them, like, oh, they're Chris Paul. And like I said, like, NBA fandom and NBA Twitter is, like, the dumbest of all of them. Hockey is, like, just annoying. But the NBA one is, like, you just dangle a candy cane in front of these people, man, and they want to chop it up and snort it. Like, oh, every deal is all great. Oh, the Phoenix Suns can't be beat now. Oh, Chris Paul with the, with the Golden State Warriors. Chris Paul with the Golden State Warriors. Chris, Chris Paul is like older than Martha Stewart is, all right? Like, the combined age of the Golden State Warriors now is what? <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, like, that's durable. Sure, if you want to talk about a video game and an all, you know, whatever, a one-game knockoff, sure. Yeah, yeah, because Clay Thompson and Chris Paul and Wiggins and Steph Curry are going to get through the season without falling apart. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. I can't bear this any longer. I'm leaving. The late night anger match for class. This is Sports I am Gable Morris. We've got a full house on the program uh, tonight before we bring in Robert Ferrigno from Doc Sports. Um, there, we just heard a promo. I, I know not everybody heard it on our AM radio affiliates. You hear different commercials depending on where you are, etc. Uh, but if you heard the radio promo, you listen to Scott Farrell, the great Scotty Farrell. He was talking about the um, the bus driver, right? <laughs> the uh, the bus driver that was uh, driving the um, uh, was, it, was it the Pirates and the White Sox? Uh, MLB uh, team driver gets uh, gets arrested. Uh, let me let me read it to you correctly, just if you don't know the story. But I actually, it's too bad I wasn't on the air at the time. I was traveling to the Formula One race. Um, yeah, bus driver for Pirates arrested for DUI in Chicago. So, um, as people know, you know, as we say at the top of the show, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between, and the people that bust them, we have a lot of law enforcement. Law enforcement, you know, they like to they like sports. They like to lay it down. Uh, they like heavy metal and stuff. So we have a lot of cops that listen to the show. And we know cops. We partied with these cop guys from in Chicago. So they're in the midst of, like, real, real cops, like downtown like Chicago cops type thing, right? These guys have a wicked sense of humor, let me tell you. And uh, we've hooked up with these dudes in Vegas before at Road Rages. And so I got a DM. I got a private message from somebody in Chicago, and they said, Marenzi, great story that nobody knows yet. And the thing was, I was, like, in an airport or whatever. It was, like, the middle of the night, right, when it happened. So, yeah, a bus driver for the Pirates arrested for DUI while transporting team bus between cities. A bus driver connect, uh, contracted by the Pirates who was charged with DUI after he was pulled over transporting the team following his Pittsburgh game against the Cubs. Uh, on Thursday, the driver's not affiliated with the team, was pulled over by state troopers roughly 25 minutes away from Wrigley. So, he told me that he said that the bus had, like, a police escort, right? There's, like, the team bus, but they just don't leave the team bus alone, like, until it's off and running for real type thing. So he told me there was, like, there was, like, two cops. There was a cop in front of them and a cop behind them. And the driver wasn't following their orders. Like, they told him, yo, like, you know what I mean? Go over here. Like, it's a big bus and stuff. And as the guy didn't, he sort of swerved. And, like, the, the cop that told me the story was, like, doing smiley emojis. They said, like, the— <laughs> They said that they, the, the, he said the bus driver didn't l- listen three different times, and he nearly hit one of the cops, basically, on a bike-type thing. And then they got mad, and they got out, and they were like, all right, is this guy having a medical emergency? Because they never imagined that the guy would be drunk, right? So they thought he was having a medical emergency, so they stopped. We're like, whoa, whoa. And they get on the bus, and it uh, turned out the guy was hammered. Yeah. Well, it is the Pirates. <laughs> Let's bring in Robert Ferrigno uh, right now. Robert, well, the life of a big league player. People think they have it uh, all cushy and stuff. Huh? They're driving around on a team bus. The guy's all loaded. <laughs> How you doing, I think Robert? The funniest part of that sto- I think the funniest part of that story is I'm trying to say that the bus driver is not affiliated with the team in any way. No, yeah, he's I was responsible yeah, yeah. for transporting your team and well, the safety is... of everyone on your team. But other than that, no, he is not affiliated in any way possible. Not that's, that's a very good point, isn't it? Like we have, well, I was going to say, 
Like, if it was the Dodgers or the Yankees, I'd be like, man, you've got, like, you know, $300 million worth of players on this bus. <laughs> the Pirates, it's like, uh, you know, that's like, right. no, we're just, yeah, yeah, we're just going to hire. It's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you figure, Robert, like, that's sort of the one thing? You'd be like, no, no, man, we got our own driver. We don't want any incidences or anything. You're right. They're just right. getting on the bus right. with some guy. How hard like, is it to contract a driver to handle these situations for one major league season? I feel like some associate general general manager like you know went on uber and yeah, yeah, found yeah, yeah, yeah. someone to, to drive the what bus. do you think like, about that like, actually like some players do take uber to games i'm like man i'm not a big fan of that like what if you get in and there's some nut job that hates you and stuff like it's like what like you know like a lot I mean, of stefan diggs I, does it and i know stefan diggs the yeah, buffalo please. bills does it um ron artest was big with it like a lot of nba guys like uber and it's like bro you know, like get a driver, you, get a personal driver, you have money. someone you know, yeah. someone you trust, someone reliable, someone that's not on math or drunk off their Easter uh, to drive to the games. No, you, you make a fair point there. Yeah, it's, it's like. I, I, I was I was fascinated by that though, and uh, they like the meeting regular people still, like some of these dudes. They don't like being, you know what I mean? Like they don't, it's their little contact with the world. Um, I, I sort of get it, but uh, yeah, life life is a big. I'm sure the team thought it was kind of funny, but yeah, I like this police. That's like like I said, police thought he was having a medical emergency before it determined he was drunk. And how about Bob Huggins too, Robert? He's done finally. He got away with the slur I mean, part. Like, uh, it, he he was hammered, bro. It, it's almost as if he didn't want to just retire. Just walk. you know, you look back at yeah, like Jim right. Beheim. You look, you look back on Jim Beheim and like every, they basically had to push him out of his chair. Right? It's kind of been the same thing with Huggins, right? Like first he goes on the semi-racist rant, then he gets all loaded up and starts driving. It's like, dude, just walk away. Okay, you had a great career. You know, if you'd left six months ago, you're going straight to the Hall of Fame. And you know, do not pass go. Do not you know collect two hundred dollars. But now he's right. just—it's almost like he's tainted the last, not his whole career, but at least like the you know you, you don't want to have your last memory be what has happened to him in the last six months because it's been nothing good. And put it this way, like you said, Robert, like before, if he just would have like even. You know, it was bad. The last thing was bad. You know, I couldn't believe he got away with it. But as I say to the time, it was West Virginia. I was like, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Michigan or, like, Duke or something. It's West Virginia. So, you know, the fan base wasn't upset or, like, or the boosters weren't. Right. But him him getting as blasted as he did, it just sort of thinks to me that he was probably having some drinks with someone and said, they didn't fire me for that Catholic and stuff. So, they will, they'll never, like, you know, it just sort of thinks he's invincible. But I, as you stated, let's just say he doesn't force it and he knows, listen, I'm a drunk. I just want to kick back and drink and, you know, tell bad jokes to my buddies on the golf course. You can get away with it and... You would have been hired. You, he would have been an, an analyst on TV. All right, Bob Huggins is here. Ha, ha, ha. Now you can't put this guy on TV. <laughs> like, there's no way. He's done. He's a pariah pariah. It's one of two things. It's either just completely self-destructive, end-life crisis, we'll, we'll call it, end career crisis, or this guy has probably been doing this stuff for 25, 30 years. It's just a different era that we live in now. You know, you, you can't get this stuff buried the same way that he could. 10, 15, 20 years from now, but I don't know. It's just, it's kind of off the rails. It's bizarre. I can't remember another coach that high profile flaming out in the way that he's had. There's been some spectacular flame outs, right? right. But not with two major events like that as close together in the off season. Just, you know what it is bizarre. though, Robert? It's college guys. I want to get the picks. I didn't, I just sort of kidding about the, the, the drug story. We'll get to some picks here in a couple minutes, but like, you notice it's these college guys, bro. Like like Urban Meyer. You know, look mm -hmm. at like how Urban Meyer's gone out, right? Like when you see when you peel the curtain behind somebody's college guys, it's not pretty because they're so isolated. They're bigger yeah. than like the governor in their states, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're as powerful. They're as powerful. So yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, the coach is liquored up all the time. But what are we gonna do, man? We're gonna we're not gonna piss off the governor and the school by uh, arresting him, but. You know, Matt, sometimes you get the wrong cop, but you notice they often get arrested out of the state that they're not in. You know what I mean? You got a Huggins yep. was in Ohio, not West Virginia. So they were like, screw this guy. And then you yeah, got remember, like, Robert, like, Tony LaRussa. 
You know, he's passed out at like the intersection. Sure. Yeah. And sure. he, he told them, uh, he showed him the ring. I'm Tony LaRusso, and hey, I'm a Hall of Famer, and like I'm I'm a manager. Again, we're, we're, and the cop point blank told him, I don't know who you are. Seventy-year-old <laughs> guys that have been pulling that moves. Since yeah. the late seventies and getting yeah, it used away to with work. it, yeah, yeah, it does yeah. It now. <laughs> used, to, used to have no problems with that, but not I, anymore. Yeah. I was talking about like knowing cops. There's another cop I knew, big time guy in Baltimore, and I'm not gonna name the name of the player, but everybody, it wasn't Ray Lewis, just because I always say it was a big Raven player, but it wasn't Ray Lewis, but big Raven <laughs> player, and um, he was like in a ditch type thing, like. Pretty much like that. The SUV was turned over sideways in a ditch. And they were like, damn, this is pretty bad. And like sort of, and they started calling the higher ups. Like, what do you want us to do here? Like, because this is pretty bad. Like this, you know, this isn't just a little, yeah, he went through, he was a little bit buzz type thing. And it went all listen, the way to the I'm top. In, no, it went listen, all the way I'm to the top. Georgia. I'm in Georgia. Hold on, right say, Robert. I'm not sure. If, it it went all the way to the top. But I was going to say, it went all the way to the top, and they said, listen, just take them home, right? They said, whatever, just drive them home and have someone tow the car away after. Some cities, they'll protect you because the, the teams are so powerful. Some other cities, they don't care. Yeah, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here in Atlanta ran a recent report that in the last, I believe, I'm going to butcher the numbers, but I know it's close. It's something like in the last six years, there has been – hundreds of speeding violations in Athens. We're talking guys going 110 miles an hour in 35-mile-an-hour zones in Athens. Players associated with the Georgia Bulldogs program. Now, you know we, they had that tragedy after their national championship ceremony back in uh, back in January. Yeah, they learned nothing from it. That, that was the that was the one thing. I'm all for kids getting money and stuff, but I warned people about that. I said, man, you give kids all this money and NIL stuff, they're going to get some real fast cars and they're going to do crazy things. And then here we are, baseball picks on the other side. This is Portrait. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. Late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. Robert Ferrigno from Doc Sports kicking with us uh, here right now. We've got a full house. Trent Rush will join us 
uh, play-by-play voice of the UC Irvine and Eater College basketball team, and of course the uh, host of the pre- and post-game show host on the Angel Radio Network. He is Mr. Angels. We'll talk Halo Baseball, Major League Baseball with Trent Rush. Julio Rosario steps up and in. Uh, we've got Angelo Zara talking soccer. Let's talk some baseball right now uh, with Robert. And last night, Robert, I talked about the Cincinnati Reds. And obviously, everyone's talking about them on that 11-game win streak. But uh, last night, they were plus 400 to win a division. And I said, you know, look, you know, just due to the odds and that value, I thought it was pretty good. I just clicked uh, refresh right now. I've been in basketball mode uh, tonight, and it's plus 325. Uh, right now. Buying or selling that the Cincinnati Reds can keep this up and actually win this very mediocre division? 100% selling. Those those odds are dropping just because they're on an 11-game winning streak, but they're they're not going to sustain this. I don't like their pitching staff, and I don't trust their owners to go out and add pieces at the trade deadline, where teams like Milwaukee and even the Cubs, I, I can see being a little bit more aggressive adding those pieces for a second-half push. One thing with the Cubs, I you know, I was, I was bullish on the Cubs coming into this year. I like their win total to the over. Um, but I thought it was kind of, you know, I, you know, I thought it was kind of a sharp number. I like Strowman coming into this year. As you stated, I think the Cubs are ready they, to start spending money again. And they, they haven't really been hot yet, yet they're still lingering right now. Normally it's the Cardinals that are always that threat, but they're digging a pretty big hole for themselves. I don't fully buy into the Pirates. So would you say, are you saying you, you think it's, you know, the Brewers and the Cubs battling this out in the end? I would say so, but right now, from everything that I'm hearing, the Brewers are looking like they're going to be stellars. I think they know that they don't have a team that can compete for a championship, so they're looking to kind of retool that roster. I think it really does open things up for the Cubs. Now, the Cubs are the Cubs. You're never going to get value on them because they are one of the more public teams in Major League Baseball betting, but I think that they have an opportunity here. I mean, look, they haven't, to your point, they haven't played well. They haven't hit the ball in a month, and they're only three and a half games back, and that's with the Cincinnati Reds going on their best winning streak in what 30 something years so you know they're in it and they're one of those teams that if they make a couple moves they build a little bit of momentum you know that that crowd gets behind them that city gets behind them momentum starts to get behind them and uh yeah i think they can make a push you know i am a dodger fan and I, I've, but at the same point in time, I've been fascinated by how crazy these odds have been. They're really dropped. I mean, the Dodgers were like minus 700 to win the division a couple of weeks ago. And despite the fact that they were never really all that far ahead of anybody, now they're actually right. behind people. So they're minus 225 right now. The D-backs are plus 350. The Giants are sort of like the Reds, you know, the Red Sox, sort of the, you know, the, the hot team du jour, the weak, you know, so to speak. What about what's your take on the National League West? How do you think this thing is going to shape uh, and shake out? Does San Diego have a run in them? What What about the D-backs? Do the D-backs sustain this? What's your opinion on the West right now and how it, it looks moving forward? San Francisco is not for real. Um, again, they they just had their moment. They're going to taper off. It's really going to be. It's going to come down to Arizona and the Dodgers. And I could see a situation like we had a few years ago, where San Francisco was just barely able to hold off the Dodgers and win that division. I don't like the odds on the Dodgers to win that division because, to your point, they're victims of their own success over the last seven or eight years. The depth of that of that farm system. And look, I feel like they're they're holding off for the Shohei Otani sweepstakes and free agents this offseason. But at any point, they can snap their fingers, spend some money, bring in some guys, and load up to make a second-half push. So it's going to be Arizona and the Dodgers, and it's really going to be one of those kind of fluke things that just comes down to who's playing better over the last three weeks. The Padres are done. Like, just bet against the Padres and the Mets every single day. One of the things <laughs> that people don't talk about with these contracts, okay, these are human beings, right? When you overpay people, to the level that these teams have overpaid athletes, you are eliminating any type of incentive they have to actually come 
work hard. Now, again, I'm not slamming all these guys. I'm not saying all these guys are, are mailing it in. But it definitely changes the dynamic when you have three or four guys making hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, their their attitude, their aggressiveness is not going to be the same as a team like Arizona, right, that has a bunch of young, hungry, I can't believe we're in this situation, let's go for broke type of guys. So, no, San Diego is not going to make a move. They they don't have the it's, – it's an attitude thing. It's something in the locker room, and they made a mistake by signing all these guys to all of these mega deals. You know what, Robert? We agree one million thousand percent uh, on this. And I've actually been talking about it. We have uh, an affiliate in San Diego, and shout out to the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. But people, whatever people ask me, what about San Diego? From a baseball standpoint, they don't hit with runners in scoring position. I get it. That's one of their weaknesses. But I'm with you 1 million percent. And I've said, you know what their problem is? I said they're too rich. (laughs) I said everybody on the team has made money. They all have hundreds of millions of dollars. And as you stated, who's going to die for a ball more? Who's going to run harder to end the second base? A kid on the Baltimore Orioles or the Reds right now? Or a dude on San Diego? It's like, bro, I already got my 240. What do you want from me, man? It's all good. And that trickles down. You're right. It does. Locker room. It infects the culture. Like that's that's what you're seeing. You know what I've been saying? Twenty five players, twenty five limousines after the game. That's what that team's about. You know what I'm saying? All right. See you later, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. (laughs) I'm going back to my mansion. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Same thing with football. Same thing with the Mets. Dude, the Mets too. But same thing with football, Robert. When people are like, "Oh, the NIL, the NIL, this, NIL that." Georgia aren't really spitting out massive NIL deals. Kids are going there because they win, and they know they're going right to the NFL after, right? I, I read there was these two phenom, the, the the twin brothers, whatever, the, off the offensive line, and they went to uh, Ohio State. And they said the only NL we care about is the NFL. And basically it was like, no, this is just a prep for us for the NFL. We don't care about some stupid little deal. I'm looking at the big – said big picture, man. I don't care about that. But my point is, remember last year, Texas A&M, bro, I think Texas A&M literally had a payroll, Robert, like $18 million. They sucked. And what do you expect? You got a bunch of 18, 17 and 19-year-old kids that are suddenly making $800,000 a year to play college football. Oh, well, I'm, you know, oh, I know it sucks we lost to Tennessee, but you know what? I bought myself a new Porsche. I'm good. <laughs> like, like, as you stated, like, I'm, you're killing. I'm, you, I, listen, I'm all in favor of – NIL. They they could have fixed this a long time ago and paid the players. If you, my idea was always, and I, I screamed this for a year. If you played a revenue producing sport at your college, okay, that could be UCLA softball, that could be gymnastics at, at Auburn. If you played a revenue producing sport at your school, you should have been getting a stipend, twenty five hundred dollars a month, two thousand. It doesn't matter what the number is. They could have won the public relations battle by giving the players oh, yeah. anything. And they could have gotten ahead of it with their the own greed. <laughs> that, that's right. They held the hard line, and then the dam broke. But I am all for paying these players. And the reality is, is that they just haven't figured out the the wise yeah, way. Yeah, but to it do doesn't it. mean you're you going to win. You have all these NIL collectives, right? Think about the NFL. Think about how many bad general managers there are, right? Or in baseball, think about how many bad general managers. Well, now you have a lot of amateur general managers running these NIL collectives that are making terrible deals and overpaying these kids. It's it's not really a surprise, but you know, I don't I don't fault them for getting their money. You know, one thing that does surprise me actually is San Francisco. I just want to get to the payroll. Uh, San Francisco 11th highest payroll, but talking about it, look so the New York Mets spend the most money in baseball this year. 344 million dollars, man. $344 million, the Mets. To put in context, the Baltimore Orioles, who are a playoff team and are a kick-ass, solid baseball team, spend $67 million. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays, who have the best record in baseball, spend $76 million. Cincinnati Reds, 91. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks, 114th, which ranks 21st in baseball. If you look at the top, like San Diego, uh, the Blue Jays are all like San Diego uh, to me, actually. You know, the Blue Jays spend a lot of money, and there's no passion. San Diego, put it this way, guys. San Diego are third, Robert, 246. So that's the, the 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 biggest three of the four. We'll go to the top four. 
New York Mets, number one, 344. They suck. New York Yankees, $279 million, and it's basically surrounded around two players and Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. Like, great money management there. San Diego have dropped $245 million for an all-star team, and, and blow. They're terrible. Philadelphia Phillies bring in Trey Turner, now spending $242 million, fourth most in baseball. They suck. Uh, the Dodgers are actually on the decline as far as spending. And, like, we, I actually like playing the young players. Their dugout is more passionate, and you can just see it. They're having more fun, and they're going to spend money eventually anyways. Angels are dropping 217. Blue Jays, 212. Braves are good at 202, but money doesn't always buy success, does it, in Major League Baseball like people think it does, Robert? I mean, look, you, you mentioned the team. You saved the best for last, the Braves. Everybody needs to follow their model. Everyone should be following their model. Everyone is starting to follow their model in terms of these teams that are looking for new stadiums and the development around the stadium. The Braves are less about being a, a baseball franchise as much as they are a real estate conglomerate. That's where they're getting their money, and they're investing it wisely. They signed all of their star players to young deals, to 8- and 10-year yep. deals when they were 20, 21, 22-year-olds. They didn't wait for them to break out. They signed them young, and they have kept this core together. And they just keep pumping out prospects, man. They're the they're the best team in baseball. They have the best general manager in baseball, and they have the best organization in baseball, in my mind. You can make the argument about Tampa Bay. I would listen to that to that argument that which franchise would you rather be for the next five years? But in terms of money management and just putting all the pieces together, it really doesn't get any better than Atlanta. And I'm a Mets fan, so I hate that. Okay, it's been disgusting to watch the Mets, the Mets mismanage their resources while the Braves are doing everything right. And, the, and look, the proof is in pudding, not just in, in what they're winning, but the amount of money that people are winning backing one team and betting against the other. As you stated, too, you know, some people are like, oh, we're not going to offer some 21-year-old kid a big contract right now. It's like, well, you're going to get him for a hell of a lot cheaper now if you do it. And they did. So we have the, the Braves and the Reds. Uh, tomorrow, Dodgers-Astros, interesting series, and uh, hot teams, Danielle West style here, Arizona and San Francisco. Before we get you out of here, we got about a minute left. Anything catch your eye on the, the overnight card baseball? I'm going to sit out that first game, but after Cincinnati loses to snap this streak, and this is true across all, all sports, when a team goes on a big winning streak like this and they finally lose and snap that streak, you always bet against them the game after that. There is a natural letdown after you go on one of these 9, 10, 12, 15-game winning streaks and you lose that game. You always bet against that team the next time out because of that natural letdown situation. We saw San Francisco get bombed tonight, 10 to nothing. They just kind of ran out of steam. They're a team that I'm going to be looking at next weekend as well. I know the A's are a different example, but you're right. Look at the A's. They won the seven in a row, and then, yeah, yeah, they fall down with like nine, nine losses. Yeah. They're it's streaky. They're Robert, cool always ball. a pleasure. Robert Ferrigno, yep. Doc Sports. Thanks, Robert. Good luck. Late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Let's roll. Thanks to Robert Farino for kicking it with us. Doc Sports in the house. Julio Rosario, JN Reports will step up and in. We've got Angelo Zara. We got Trent Rush. So we got a lot of stuff to unpack. We're far from done uh, here this evening. There was a CFL football game uh, tonight. The BC Lions continue to dominate the Canadian Football League. And we were just talking about futures, uh, Major League Baseball. And, you know, Robert raised a good point. Although I don't think, one thing I'll disagree with, I think Cincinnati actually will potentially get, not super aggressive, but you know, ownership had to spend money for there forever. I think, and there have been reports that they would, like they're looking to add something um, to get in the mix here, but I don't dismiss the Cubs. Like, basically, there's no value with the Brewers. So, like, you know, if you're not buying into, you know, the Pirates or the Cardinals, I do think the Cubs could go on a run. And the Cubs could actually spend some money that we've seen. They're getting more aggressive now. And it's a very winnable division. The Cubs are the ones they could get aggressive here. The Reds are good. The pitching is a concern. Um, so there was a, uh, there was a CFL game tonight. We were talking a lot about the like of the BC Lions plus the points. We did since, you know, I don't know what it is. This week, it's, you know, it's good news, bad news with me for whatever reason this week, you know. On and off the field, on and off the uh, the show, <laughs> real life, <laughs> real life, <laughs> everything life. It's like, yeah, you know, hey, that, that's pretty good. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that, that, that kind of sucks, yeah. And it kind of balances out. But um, uh, PC Lions tonight continue to dominate, and I'm glad we added that money line play. Said, you know what, they could beat them, actually. And it was plus 210, so the money line helped. But the BC line defense is too good, and it's starting to bother me. Because uh, we're losing betting overs because their offense is good. But, dude, their defense is freaking dominant. Like, you can't score on them now. Like, it's unbelievable. So, you want to get into futures. The BC Lions, that's the future of the Canadian Football League. The only thing is, you need to wait like 34 weeks before the championship game. This is sports range. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. 